0: Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 64 of the F-Reality podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show that's live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. If you miss the show, you can catch up with the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. Maybe if you want to leave us a message sometime on Anchor, we could maybe play that back on the show. That would be super neat. We're looking forward to trying it out for the first time. So please download Anchor and try and leave us a message. We'd really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. So I'm back. I'm back on track, back on the show. Had a little break last weekend. Thank you very much for uh, holding up the, the podcast for me, guys. You did a, a sterling job. Nathie is a temporary anchor and to say thank you i thought i'd fly all the way over to visit him and say thank you no problem no problem (laughs) so for our audio listeners you you won't know this but um i'm actually sitting in nathie smiegel cave right now yeah we're here together so uh how does it smell it smells fresh (laughs) because we've been working in this all day (laughs) uh but yeah, so that is a good reason to go and check out the video, you know, the, the live stream so you can see our beautiful faces and us being together. So maybe check us out sometime. You can join in the conversation live as well. But anyway, I digress. I <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you to the team. First up, he's got an ace up his sleeve always. He's the poker VR star. It is, of course, Zimtok 5 How you doing, man? You all right?
1: Hey, I'm great. Given we just spent a podcast length uh, getting this all working, I'm, I'm glad yes. it's finally working. And yes. the magic of the internet may still continue.
0: Exactly. And I should actually mention, of course, that this, this uh, episode of the podcast is not live. This is pre-recorded. So this is, in fact, midnight on a random weekday where we're all like half dead and zombified. But we're going to push through and deliver the freshest VR news for you anyway, because that's dedication. And that's what we do. The sacrifices we make i so, like zombie life
1: we should we <laughs> yeah. should invite him back another podcast it is,
0: it's either like zombie or hy- hysterical like h- h- what do they call it hysterical history i don't even know i don't even know anymore Repetuous. i can't even talk myself repetitious <laughs> Petit- 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 re- re- repetitious yeah so anyway let's, let's move on so this guy he's either scooting or he's tooting it's the rowdy man <laughs> <laughs> the rowdy guy
2: how are you man you all right i'm i'm all right i'm all right just like sim i'm a little bit zombified but uh yeah. you know everything to make vr news right yes the grind the grind is real the Grind. it's where it's all at yeah. that's the that's gr- where actually talking about talking about the grind oh oh congrats hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
0: big, like. big round of applause to rowdy yeah. showing off his uh his flexing you know yeah. flexing with his new 100k YouTuber plaque, which is super sweet, by the way. Where are you going to hang it up? Mad. Where are you going to put it? In the toilet? I don't know, or you going to yeah,
2: put it in yeah. your I, mean, I, I recently painted this entire wall, like, and I don't think my girlfriend is going to love it if I'm going to stop putting nails in there already. So yeah. uh, I'm probably going to do it someday when she's like asleep or something. What I, what I want you to do is actually like cable tie it to the front of your scooter. So
0: everywhere you scoot, everyone <laughs> knows that you're a big YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> just it just, just <laughs> around
2: my neck. Like, just like yeah. bling, bling.
0: Like. Gold chain, <laughs> right?
1: I have That'd to be know, hilarious. Have to say. I have to
0: you, just, ready. you just park it up and you're like, yeah, do you know who I am? <laughs> That'd when when Rowdy
1: reached down, given all the work you've been doing in your house, right? When you reached down, yeah. I was half expecting you to pull up a grinder and start sparks flying. Like I, I was <laughs> really disappointed when the YouTube flag came out, but congratulations, dude. I know you've earned yeah, it. Yeah, congrats, man. Thanks,
3: man. Thanks. Congrats.
0: It's an awesome milestone. So in the chat, we will be participating with the chat live. So show your appreciation with some high fives and some round of applause in the chat. I'm sure Rowdy will really appreciate it. Yeah. So next up is my my current roommate <laughs> and temporary host of the show from last week is of course Nathie. Yeah. He's sitting right next to me which is super weird. And the weirdest thing is I can actually hear you guys clearer than I can hear this guy sitting right next to me because we're both <laughs> wearing headphones. It's like the most awkward silent disco ever.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. It's weird. It is. Also, you think- have a you have a play button too, right? I have a well <laughs> I have one that I made myself. I had a cardboard one that I made for 10 subscribers which I was incredibly proud of. And then I made a bronze one, which I 3D printed and spray painted for 10k. Nice. Yeah.
2: You you did a really nice job on doing that. Like, cause yeah. you made a video on that. How I, I think there are other people now watching this video trying to do the same thing. You know, yeah. like why not? Like
0: exactly. People. Yeah. I, I just needed to make my own motivation. You know. I felt like 10 subscribers.
1: You, you, I thought, that, you, you, you I thought need that, that was legit, Mike. You did such a good job. I literally <laughs> thought that that was a real. Yeah. part. This is what I wish actually.
2: You should just stop doing your know, YouTube and start selling those uh, YouTube play buttons. You'll probably make more money anyway. <laughs> You're right, I would make more money. <laughs> You're totally
0: right. That's true. That's true. So, that is the team. Last but by no means least, myself, Mike, host of the show from Virtual Reality Oasis. In today's episode, we've got a really interesting show for you all. We're going to be talking about lots of hardware, and I know a lot of you really enjoy these episodes when we talk about the hardware. So we're going to be talking about the Samsung Odyssey Plus. We actually got hands-on with the device, so we're going to be talking about how it compares to the original Samsung Odyssey. Uh, Then we're going to be talking about the Pimax 8K, because we also got our hands on that device as well. So that's going to be super interesting, because we've been talking about the Pimax for such a long time now. And then finally, we're going to be talking about the big daddy of VR, the Beast and that is the Star VR One, which is. It's
2: actually funny because uh, I saw that you guys tweeted like a picture with like all of the headsets like laid out. Maybe maybe yeah. Zim's t- should look that up so we can show it uh, later on in like a like a browser or something. Yeah. Uh, that that's actually neat that you got like so many headsets when you like combine your forces all together and you see all those things like laying out there is a ton of hardware out there already so it's pretty yeah
0: absolutely but we we posted it online and we got roasted because we didn't have a a magic leap and we didn't have uh an an extol or a star vr and we're like yeah well sorry you know yeah
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: call yourself like real vr enthusiasts you don't even have a star vr (laughs) you know the sad thing mike when you look at that picture that's what a star VR is gonna cost you. <laughs> oh, the, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly. probably right.
0: Yeah. You're probably right. I'd love someone to do the maths on that. Like work out how much that all costs you know relative to when it was released uh that would be super interesting but you're right it would probably would cost about the same price as this star VR. but we'll delve deeper into the prices and the specs later on uh so first off let's find out what everyone's been playing this week and it's kind of been a short week for you guys because it wasn't that long ago you were delivering this podcast anyway but i wonder if you managed to squeeze something in so let's let's hang it over to zim and see
1: what you've been playing I, I I did I did manage to revisit an old classic, uh, on a new platform, so I did get to play um, uh, Beat Saber uh, on PSVR. So okay, th- that nice. was the one new title I got to play, and then I'm still working my way through Astro Bot, and yeah. I'm playing a feck ton of a set of course at the moment. I'm uh, racing is back into my genetics and I can't get enough of it. So every like spare moment when I'm not doing something creative or looking after my kids, I'm racing. Um, And, and just for clarification,
0: because you're like the go-to sim racer out of us all, is that the OG version of Assetto? Not this Competizione version? You almost got, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Competizione
1: is does does actually have VR support and it's kind of going through this like tiered process of slowly getting more content. And I do mean slowly, like you get a car and a track for an additional tenor added to the price. Like, I mean, a wow. car and a track, like they've got, I think two tracks and two cars or something like that out at the moment. So it's pretty bare bones. Um, I haven't actually gone into it because what they did so well with the Seto um, it, and I won't go into much detail now, but what they did so well with the Seto um, is they made a game like, like Skyrim, right? They made a game that is so ultra moddable. You can customize the cars, you can get custom tracks, you can get skins for things. You can ride a, um, What's the craziest? A lawnmower. You can literally race around <laughs> multiplayer on lawnmowers if you want. Uh, wow. Screen machines, and machines. All that stuff if you want, right? Yeah. But, um, but with the new game, it's incredi- It's just so locked down. Like I run a bunch of servers on setto, and I love running servers and like, you know, hosting a community and like getting that vibe of their feedback and then tuning and tweaking and making it better. Like back in the day, like hosting a Counter-Strike or a Data Feed server, you had some like pride in that if like people wanted to come to your home and like, you know, play the game and you're in your little like digital world and and all that and uh, it's the same thing but like competizione there's no server support there's no mod support any dlc is going to be paid for um and i think honestly they've kind of crushed it but changing the engine uh, obviously makes the game look a lot better they can do nighttime they can do rain and all that kind of stuff so those are nice yeah. Yeah. but if you're not if you, if you only want to race like what's called gt3 cars uh yeah. then it's a good game for you so those are like you know uh, track racing and stuff but if you wanted to do anything else like old school cars like i like i like racing some like really old stuff from like the 40s 60s that kind of thing mm-hmm. there's nothing there for you absolutely zero. or lawn so,
0: yeah classic I mean, lawnmowers.
1: it's like it's like it's like really really siloed um but yeah. but you know go back to the point i was making beat saber is fantastic from the second i had the saber in my hand i could tell performance was going to be solid and it's amazing that even at a close distance like i've got it set up uh, downstairs it works very well uh, i think yeah. that they're doing some magic with it to guess where your motions are going because yes. i think there's a little bit of an assist on on some of the swings that are actually outside the psvr camera and yes. the result is a really smooth motion i know you guys got to play with that as well i think you guys were having a a party midday well yeah, yeah it was well, at work it's
0: interesting because I was going to talk about Beat Saber as well. So I might as well talk about it now before we deep hit, dive deep into what everyone else has been playing. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I was really surprised as well, just like you, at how polished it was. Um, but it, it did feel like the expert mode was easier on PSVR for me huh. than the PC VR version because of that assist. Yep. So I almost felt like I had a bit of an edge. Um, cause even the brand new tracks that are exclusive to the PSVR version, and there's like five of them, I believe, uh, I was able to play them almost on expert straight away, uh, without much trouble, you know?
1: Uh, so I was kind of surprised about that. But the disappearing arrows band, feck that, you know, feck that disappearing arrows stuff where. Oh, is that one of the modifiers? Yeah. So the modifiers in the right. game, um, if you haven't, have you haven't experienced it yet, like in the campaign no. mode, which is great, really, really fun. Um, you step, the only unfortunate part is you start off an easy. And if you're used to, if you're a hardcore bead saber player and you're right. forced yeah. to play through right. the easy levels, it feels a little bit like you just plugged the training wheels back on and you're forced to you know, do that before you can get back on a proper cycle again. Um, yeah. But they have arrows that disappear. So you have to like cue in your brain like Holy you know, swipe left swipe and all that and then they just, just they fade out as it's coming towards you wow by the time the block is at you it's a it's an aimless block you don't know you have to rely on memory that's interesting it's tough
0: yeah because tough. they don't have that in the pcvr version right these modifiers okay. are new to the psvr version and the same with the single player campaign like you mentioned yeah. you kind of start like and you have to unlock the tracks and move up with a sort of branching path of different tracks that you can choose, right? Yeah, It's kind of cool. an interesting concept for the game. And I think it works pretty well, actually.
1: Uh, the thing, the one thing that, I, maybe you guys can tell me what changed, right? The game feels so, co- like, comparable to the PC version. PC mm-hmm. players, I'm sure, will be itching to do that campaign mode because it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Kind of, it's like a Mortal Kombat tier, like, trying to beat it up the tier that way. Um, something changed with the Sabres. Like, this, this is the first thing I noticed, yeah. something changed with the Sabres. Like, they... They look different, and I can't figure out what it was. I haven't done a comparison. I'm kind of trying to troll my brain to just kind of figure it out that way. But do you know what yeah. changed?
0: So they look like swords. They look like really slim swords rather than just a light beam Sabers. saber. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird, but it, it, I, I was kind of like, what? This doesn't look right to me as well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you picked up on the same thing. But what I was really surprised about was how well these move controllers actually perform because – weirdly enough this was the first
1: time I've ever actually used them I've, this is the first time I've ever had hands on with the moose yeah um, what did you so think was, Mike, please tell me what you thought because I used to be so against them and then I, I'm for them I'm really curious what your thoughts are on the moves. So, so I was impressed with Beat Saber I haven't tried them in any other game so Please bear that in mind. But
0: I was impressed. And the the haptic feedback was very good. And it was comparable to, you know, when you use the Vive, because the Vive haptic feedback when you play Beat Saber is also very good. So that was really cool. That, that translated really well. And I think, you know, if you're a PSVR owner out there, this is just like a must-buy, in my opinion. Like, you have it's, to have it in your life. It's also
2: right. the perfect game for the, for the uh, PlayStation Move controllers, like... Yeah. Other games when it's not forward facing, then you're gonna have more trouble. Mm-hmm. But uh, with Beat Saber, because everything is like forward facing, you're always like almost always have the have the camera um, uh, tracking the controllers. So yeah, absolutely not a lot of problems.
0: And if I was like Sony right now, I'd be uh, packaging these up with Beat Saber oh, because yeah. you know if, if you've bought like the Astro Bot and Moss bundle, for example, like this is the best thing that you would buy next is like the pair of moves with beat saber bundled in and have that amazing experience.
1: And you know why it works so well as a package, right? Two things. Show that you've got one there. Show the actual shape of the move controller because yeah. it's shaped, it's shapely like a woman's body, right? But it, it means that it doesn't want to slip out of your hand. Unlike yeah. the Vive, which is is shaped like a projectile that wants to exit and fly to monitor. So yeah. I love yeah. that about these. Like even the touch controls yeah. are are actually quite are actually quite slippery and, and actually have a more angular, like want to leave, leave your hand view. Whereas you guys can see with those they're concave and yeah. so they, they actually want to stay down. So
2: anything hand. that you should take from this podcast is that Zim is very happy that his PlayStation Move controllers look like women.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's lonely downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing
0: we should mention before we move on to what the other guys have played and on still on the topic of Beat Saber is that, you know, I know that the PC VR community was really upset because they're, they're missing out on these five exclusive tracks for P, PSVR. But there is news uh, recently from uh, the developers that they're actually mm-hmm. making some DLC packs. Uh, these DLC packs are going to contain maybe 10 tracks each and be like a staged release. And then be around $9.99 each. So overall, you can get like these 30 new tracks for 30 bucks over the next few months, I'd imagine. And it kind of makes sense because I've seen from Twitter that they've been recruiting a lot of people from the community that make up the custom tracks. So they've been recruiting all the best track editors and then getting them on board to make these track packs for them, which totally makes sense, really. Uh,
1: so that's kind of interesting a huge community like the first time when i was streaming it people were like what you can't do mod tracks and like seeing that news i mean it's just so obvious like any other music game has come out with dlc content packs and it's been a huge success and you know you're supporting a game that's already very popular that is actually not that expensive of a game like it was 24 pounds for me to buy it right um and i think Anytime you've got that balance of, like, here's a game that you want to put money towards, and they're giving you ways of supporting them, yeah. I think that's a really positive cycle. Do you think it
2: would be popular, since, you know, you can get so many, you know, custom popular tracks. songs, yeah. custom tracks, uh, PSVR, compared to, it's like, it's- rather unknown
0: songs that are, like, specifically made for it? I think you you made a valid point there, but I think Zim countered it straight away and it's like PSVR will be where the biggest market is. And that's of course where the biggest VR market is anyway. So really it doesn't matter if the PC VR audience just, makes custom tracks and doesn't buy them. I'm sure some people will, but the biggest market, of course, will be on the PSVR for those. So um,
2: the, the DLCs will also be for, will not only be for PC, but will also be for the, for, PC. oh yeah, I'm, 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 100% sure of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly. I would have no hesitation in saying that that's it. I, yeah. I must say that, uh, this is this is a great podcast. If just because Nathy's there, nodding and smiling away at Mike, and there's just something magical about that. So if you're an audio <laughs> listener, you can check this out on video. I'm not joking. Yeah, just
0: to see the awe in Nathy's eyes, like wow, He's this is really this is how you host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, like obviously the Beat Saber developers have got like a music producer as part of their team, like Yaroslav Beck. I hope I pronounce yeah. his name correctly. He's actually a music producer himself, part of the dev team. So
2: you yeah, know, you the, can they, hear that in the songs that he absolutely. made as well. Because yeah, they're that, bloody that's bloody brilliant for Beat nice. Saber.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure But also while we're talking about Beat Saber I also want to mention the big uh, like, uh, Golden Ticket hunt That was on over the last couple of weeks And I don't know if they've all been found now And I don't know if you're aware of this Sim But basically uh, the Beat Saber mod Discord community Were celebrating 100,000 members On their Discord uh, For modding Beat Saber Holy cow. And to celebrate they teamed up To make a plugin for the actual PC VR game uh, Through Steam It wasn't available for the Oculus version yeah. But basically it modded the game so every time you played a track in the game, it gave you a chance of winning a golden ticket, like a Willy Wonka golden ticket. Mm-hmm. And then if you won one, it actually set off a load of fireworks at the end of the game that you you played, and said you've won a golden ticket. And then those golden tickets then go into a raffle, and I think there's twenty of them in total. And then there were prizes for uh, Beat Saber merch, like official merch. Um, Vive Pros, I think there was two Vive Pros, uh, loads of other ki- uh, gear. So it was like a super cool
2: uh, competition. It would be, be hilarious from. if the the guy who would, like won it was like someone in like one of those arcades who has like never played the games. Like, oh great, like golden ticket, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, And gave it. To oh, yeah, X, okay. yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Golden <laughs> like gone. But it was really cool. Like some some streamers, of course, because Beat Saber is super popular for streamers. Yeah. They were showing them winning these golden tickets. And they were really like cool moments of their stream. Everyone was going crazy uh, because they won. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was a super cool uh, competition from right. the, uh, the Beat Saber modding community. So hats off to them right. as well. One
1: other Beat Saber piece, Mike, before we move on. The thing that I, I've seen all over the Internet be like people tuning into streams and stuff like that is like there's five new socks. And what did you think of the new songs? I'm curious.
0: There's one that I really, really love. And I can't remember the name of it now, but it's something like Let's Play Beat Saber. I think the lyrics go. Uh, But it's totally badass. And I love that track. Um, And we're actually planning to record some more of that tomorrow, actually. There's also a Pirates one. It also sounds like Yes, awesome. So if you love lightsabers and pirates,
1: you're going to (laughs) be in your element. Like I, you know? I think what they're doing is they're like they're quite different. Those tracks are kind of like a new, yes. they're like a new field. Like you've expanded into a new field, and I kind of feel like it's it's kind of getting us ready for the DLC. It's yeah. kind of like these are the kinds of things. Like it's going to be a little bit different to the uh, Yaroslav's original. It's a uh, taster track. for
0: the swashbuckling pirate DLC. <laughs> <laughs> that's not actually confirmed that's that's fake news sorry um, okay so let's move on then let's find out what uh, rowdy's been playing in vr this week
2: yeah i haven't actually had the time to really like play like a lot of games i've been doing a lot of work but uh, uh I've, i dove back into like some undead development and when i was playing that game um, i kind of felt a feeling but i haven't had the time yet to go back into star shelter and that okay. is like one of the games that uh, I don't know if like all of you actually played it, uh, but I know that Zim did and Nathan did it as well. I don't know if you played it, Mike, uh, yeah. but that's still one of those games that really left an impression on me and that really, really like felt like they're onto something, doing something really, really right. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's basically sort of like um, I always say like it reminds me of like Subnautica, but then in space. Okay. Because you also like need to uh, uh, scavenge. You need to go around. You have no idea what actually really happened. There's not a real storyline attached to it. You need to build your base. There's meteorites coming, there's aliens coming, robots, all that kind of stuff. You need to explore and find goods and everything. But it's just that the way that the game is structured, it works so well. You know, you have your oxygen that you need to manage, your food, your water, you know, your energy levels. That's all you all need to manage those kind of things. And I I just love games like that. And I think up to this point, um, of that genre in games, Star Shelter does it like the best out of wow. all of the virtual reality games that I've played. Uh, uh, I, I don't really count Subnautica as a as a virtual reality game. I I know that it is good. I tried it. Um, but it's still like, it's not really like as much immersive as I would
1: like it to be. Wow. <laughs> Zim, Zim's about to burst. His head's about to explode. Yeah. It's only one of my top yeah. VR titles. It's okay, Rowdy. I'll, I'll, I'll find like, someone know, to assassinate you eventually. But
2: it's fun. But it's fun. But I, I still really miss uh, my hands in that game. Huh. And I, and that is something that Star Shelter does have. So if, if there are people out there that really like Subnautica, I would really give Star Shelter a chance uh, for the game mechanics, um, it's just brilliant. It doesn't look visually as beautiful as the Subnautica, of course, but that's also because I think it's made even by by uh, one guy who's oh. working on it. Maybe he has some more people on there now because they made some serious updates on that game and it's actually improved a lot since the last time that I played it. So I'm actually, I am going to jump back into that game just because I, I really want to.
4: So they're still working on the game?
2: Yeah, yeah, they are, they are. Because okay. he sent me an email not that long ago that they actually were planning on, like, making another big update. Um, so, yeah, they're still working on the game.
4: Maybe they should work together with Beat Saber.
1: <laughs> yeah. Star Saber. So, like, with, Saber. with the game,
2: is it available
0: on Oculus Home or is it just on Steam VR right now? I do not know.
2: It's okay. been a very long time, but um, I can look that but up for you. Just...
1: But it's called Star Shelter?
2: Star Shelter. Yeah. yeah I, I showed
1: a clip one. of it there. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, because you mentioned hands, Rowdy. Just in the last week, uh, the mother VR guy added hand controller support to Alien Isolation. Oh, nice! Huge. Yeah, okay. um, that's yeah. been coming like two years in yeah. the making. So, yeah, have you tried it yet, Zim? No, I, it's on no. my to-do list this week. Yeah, I
4: can see like the excitement in your face. So yeah. Hand controller support in what in what way? You have full touch
1: controller interaction with all with everything. You can oh. now you can now pet your ocean tract.
0: You can stroke its little head, and it'll like hmm. just lie down and purr. So you can hold like the flamethrower and like <laughs> the scanner, and you can really.
1: That's what I understand. I I will explore for science.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, we look forward to that. So I'm interested in your thoughts on Star Shelter. If you've played it, Zim, to compare it, because I know how much you love Subnautica.
1: I I probably wouldn't put the two in the same spot. I I yep. would say that Star Shelter felt a lot like there's a whole bunch of. Um, and I won't remember all the names. There's a whole bunch of different like Starship simulator games that look quite indie, like low poly, yeah. where you have like a multiplayer team or whatever. This is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, Roddy, I think it's single player only. Yeah. But one of the things is like once you get to the out out, out in outer space part, because you're indoors for a while, you then have to kind of collect pieces to help build out your base and survive and manage the points that rowdy had mentioned so it was like you, you, you're not outside
2: for a long time though like because no. as soon as you like uh, uh pull the handle like because that's like one of the, the i had a really freaky moment when i did that because you're in a little cabin it feels a little bit claustrophobic. claustrophobic you pull the handle it like it like let's go and all you see is like space around you and then you see like your your ship that is completely broken down it's like floating a bit in the distance it's a it's a very freaky moment for me yeah
0: Yeah, that sounds cool, actually. I'm kind of liking what you're saying there. This is the the thing, when we talk about games on the show, I'm like, right, that's another one I need to add to the list. (laughs) (laughs) It's not on the Oculus
2: Store, but it is available for Oculus Rift on Steam and also for Windows Mixed Reality. And you can apparently Uh, play it seated, standing, and room scale. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Nice one. Nice
0: one. Okay, well, let's find out what uh, my little Frisian friend here has been playing this week.
4: (laughs) Well, uh, I haven't played that much. um, So I also played Beat Saber. I mean, it's impressive. It's really fun. Um, and the songs are great. I agree. Um, and uh, uh, we played Covert together on the Oculus Go. Yes. Um, that was like the main reason you pretty much like came here, right? Well, like, yeah. And then and then someone told us that we could play it over the
0: internet. And I'm like, well, why did I bother getting on a plane? Because <laughs> you love
1: prop planes, yeah. Mike. That's why.
4: Yeah, apparently so. They're my favorite. <laughs> so uh, Covert is basically a game where... Uh, one person is a uh, spy or a thief Mm -hmm. and the other one is a is a hacker so the the person who's a hacker has like a mobile phone a mobile device and has a map on there like a blueprint of like the uh, level and needs to guide like the the one in vr through the level by activating doors by uh, shutting down traps uh doing uh you know like trying to sneak you past certain like points and it's really fun. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it is, and like
0: it's, it's exclusive right now on the Oculus Go. Yeah, I would imagine it would be really smart of the devs to port it to Quest with full controller support. That would be super nice. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun with it, and I think it's one of those games that is ideal party game. You know, a bit like uh, Keep yeah. Talking and Nobody Explodes. You have like a few people round. You have a few drinks. You yeah. play a game like this. It's just so much fun, and especially now with the, like the the feature of the Go. They, now people can really understand what you're you're seeing if they had that on another mobile device, as well as someone with the mobile phone having the blueprint. So that would be super interesting as well, having a little like a uh,
2: heist party. But again, um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun. Th- this is another game that you should actually only purchase if you have a friend that does virtual reality as well. I think. Um, Well, not necessarily
0: because you could play it with your wife uh, or your girlfriend because they don't have to be in VR. All they just do is look at the blueprints and guide you. Plus the app is free. And the app is free as well. So you just need to buy the game. That's that's smart. That's smart. And and the interesting thing, like I said, as long as you – because it works on a code-based system. So the person in VR gets given a code, and they could give that to anyone on the internet. And as long as you had a way to communicate, like through Discord or something, you could actually play the game completely remotely uh, you know, online basically. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, especially some really intense moments, you know, and you can see exactly on the blueprint where the player in VR is actually facing. So you can, you know that they're facing in the right direction and you're like, oh, okay, oh, okay yes. there's guards around the corner. Yeah. It's, 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to going back and playing some more
1: whilst we're here together this week. Weird question um, for you guys. Do you know of any VR game that would suit if you had a friend who was, who was visually impaired, uh, someone who's blind, who wouldn't play in VR, where they have a secondary role to the player, to the main player. Um, so that instead of a visual, like a tablet, there's something sonically that they can guide you with. Do you know of any game like that? I'm not aware of any at the mm. moment. That would be really interesting.
0: Yeah, that would be really interesting. But I don't think so, because most of like the games that work like that need some sort of visual element, like Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes needs the bomb manual and you need to be able to read that
1: very quickly, so yeah. that wouldn't work. Well, there's things Same like this as well. There's games like, uh, there's mobile games that that, that exist that are a Sonic only, like uh, Papa Sonic, yeah. Ray, which is a, a horror yeah, game. exactly, yeah. You know, so I, yeah. I, I think they could do it, and I would just urge developers to maybe think about that audience.
0: Yeah, that would be really interesting, really interesting for sure, especially for a virtual reality headset that's so reliant on your eyes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be interesting. I, I do really 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 VR. Brilliant should do that. Yeah, someone someone outside VR that assists yeah, the VR player. Yeah, because I was
2: thinking, like, I don't think that anyone who's visually impaired has, has considered buying a virtual reality no. headset yet. At no. this
0: point. No. no. But, yeah, it's like, someone that can assist the VR player would be super interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, Covert is definitely worth checking out. I think if you're on, it on Oculus Go and you've got someone to play with, then, yeah, definitely worth uh, the ticket price for sure. Um, yeah, so... That's what we've been playing, really. We're looking forward to playing some more this week. Um, But let's jump into some quick news then. And we've got some interesting news this week. Uh, First off, we're going to start off with some Oculus Black Friday deals because when this podcast goes live, like all these Black Friday deals will be going off crazy and like everyone will be just like throwing their money at their screens. Um, But you've got this one to look forward to. And that's from the 22nd, which is actually today as we're recording this now. up until the 26th, which is uh, just after Black Friday, you will be able to pick up an Oculus Go for 179 US dollars. Like, that is an incredible price for that headset. Yeah,
1: yeah. definitely. Like, at that price, it's got to be the 32 gig, right? Yeah, that's, of yeah. course,
0: the 32 gig. Um, but, you know, if you're looking at buying a VR headset for a family or a friend for Christmas, then, you know, scoop up this yeah, deal great. now. Yeah. And the thing Super I would say accessible. about it is,
1: you can like thinking over the holidays you'd like to connect with family like say you're already into VR you can you can get someone like your you know your mom your cousin whoever you like to stay in touch with into a headset relatively easy just be a, just bear in mind they need to be conversant with uh, a mobile device because it does need an android or an ios to latch on onto yeah.
0: But also I would say for like, you know, when you've got family over at Christmas, it's like one of those perfect things to just really like just blow everyone's minds and have a lot of fun, like showing them like dinosaurs in VR and then like, you know, maybe keep talking and nobody explodes is a great way to get the family all like crazy like having fun together so yeah it's kind of like for 179 dollars i just think that's a freaking awesome price yeah. it's amazing Unbelievable. Uh, but if you really want to go and step up to the next level of course you could go and sink your money into a rift and that's 349 dollars uh you know obviously with the the sensors and the touch controllers bundled in yeah. and you probably get some free games as well like dead and buried still and uh rubber recall as is well it,
4: is this like the marvel powers united bundle
0: i don't think so no wow. i don't think so it's a casual one yeah yeah well, we're going to be talking about Marvel Powers United very shortly, actually. So good little segue. Is there, did,
2: are they still like bundling with any like PCs as well? Uh, there,
0: there are PC manufacturers that still bundle uh, with riffs and they state that their PCs are like VR ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I think Cyberpower and HP Omen and Dell, they all make VR ready PCs. And I think even Oculus have a few on their website that they really recommend um that yeah but i'm sure mean-
2: like
0: yeah yeah but i'm sure like if you if you're in the market for a vr headset right now or any hardware or games and you just want to save a bit of cash then just wait till this weekend when this podcast is live because everything is going to be on sale this weekend it's going to be crazy but it's you as only well no this is actually worldwide um, um yeah so these prices are the u.s prices I'm not sure what the uk prices will be because they're normally the exact copy of the u.s price but in pounds so maybe 179 pounds for the go and 349 pounds for said, the rift
1: i think they said 10 percent discount so yeah exactly so yeah, that would be the same 10 percent off that's easy enough math
0: so. yeah absolutely but also like you know the the windows mr headsets are going to be discounted you know if you can pick up an odyssey i would say now uh if you're really on the fence about buying a headset and i've been really critical about windows mr in the past but i've been converted by the odyssey so if you're looking for a a cheaper vr headset and you want to dip your toe into the water but don't want to sink all your money into a rift then maybe save a little bit and have that ease of setup with the the odyssey with the windows mr and we'll be talking more about that later but i think it's a great headset um, so yeah, that is, uh, some black Friday deals. So let's talk about, uh, Marvel powers United because, uh, um, more second, like the steam sales also up. Oh yes. The steam autumn sale just started as well. If you weren't aware of that, because we were setting the show up. Uh, so there's going to be loads of VR games on, on sale as well. Um, but yeah, moving on to Marvel powers United. Uh, they recently patched the game and I don't know if you guys are even aware of the fact that they're still updating this game because, yeah. you know, I don't know if anyone's still playing it because I think everyone had the, the sort of like. A blast of it and then kind of maybe finished it and then they were done with it
1: i don't I know about you two guys to go mike for the first time you did i did i did and what did you think i thought it was absolute trash and <laughs> everyone should stay the feck away from it <laughs> I, think the ta- I think the game looks totally enticing yeah actually play it i think most of the mechanics are yeah this doesn't feel good the game doesn't feel good it feels like you're locked into the character that you're playing um, yeah. in a way that's uncomfortable in other words they're not giving you the freedom that yes. you would expect as a player and a lot of the powers the superpowers like I played as Captain America and his shield the way it's it's literally just a point and shoot potato gun is his yes. shield like you don't yeah. actually get to throw it and all that it's literally just hold it here and then release and then let it come back to you and yeah. like it's just some of the mechanics in the game are just so poorly it's, thought on oh, really for build. new
4: people that all just are in VR like a hub for people to come there to play a game together but uh, i played like the when they patched it for the first time i played it but they were trying to really you know make it more difficult try to make these game modes more spicy but in the end they're still the same it's the same game Mm -hmm. modes. there's only one game mode you can play yeah so you know Mm -hmm. and now they're trying to patch against that but i have a feeling it's you can't really save it from what it is it's kind of a bit too late it should be an arcade game that's what it should be
2: yeah and the the thing i had was actually that i thought that the superheroes were actually the thing that still like you know kept the game like upright you know it was because i played for example as the hulk and i thought that he was actually pretty well done i like i liked how the character was you know you were much bigger than all the others you had like you know the, the the classic phrases that he would say you know you could use your 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 crazy fists and like you know, it was it was kind of fun to be playing as the Hulk yeah. but um I haven't tried Captain America so uh sure. I did like the beginning bit and I was like eh don't really care well you should don't ask maybe really
0: like he, anyway. he, he played as every single character pretty much <laughs> Yeah,
4: exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the thing is that they're still updating this game. But like you say, I think it's maybe a little bit too late. I do feel bad for the developers because, like, I heard some rumors that this wasn't necessarily their idea of how the game should have looked. And I think their initial concept of the game was basically like a Marvel Left for Dead, in that you progress through rooms and you progress to an end boss. Um, but apparently, and this is just rumor uh, and rumor alone, but it was Disney that really pushed, uh, the accessibility and the arcade feel of the game. And, and you can just see that, you know, if they're really, uh, investing, you know, into the game, the game's development and they're guiding its uh, development as well. You can kind of understand that pressure maybe yeah. uh, with such a huge IP with, 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 the SenZero, the studio that was developing it. So, um, you can
1: maybe see that in a way. Um, I just wish they'd address the AI like that's the main that's the main problem I have. Like what Rowdy's saying, I can totally get behind. Like the the character models, the environments, the the core um, way they've highlighted the special powers of each of yep. the, the heroes are all solid components. There's yeah, a lot of good artwork in the game and the sound yeah. design was fine. But when you have a base gameplay that is saturated with really not intelligent AI characters just flooding at you. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a very not-fun, repeatable, repeatable, repeat, repeat, repeat format. Repetuous. Very repetuous. repetuous. Very repetuous. Yeah, very. Uh, totally it repetuous. felt like a mobile game, to it be honest. It felt like a mobile game, exactly. Yeah, it just it felt like a mobile like was It felt much like confident. an
4: arcade title. You want to play, like you go to an arcade, you play it with your friends for 10 minutes. Oh, that was fun. But like, if you want to finish this game, it takes you like eight, nine hours. You're playing the same game out all the time. It's like a grinding yes. fest and it's not changing. There's all the maps are looking nice. But it's the same game mode in every map it doesn't change there is no
0: it's like it's like having a lint chocolate ball but when you unwrap it it's just a cat turd (laughs) that's basically looks shiny and nice on the outside but on the inside it's just shit
2: (laughs) Uh, perfect comparison it happened a lot to you mike Uh, yeah today
0: those pranks were savage yeah um but let's talk about these updates anyway because they are updating the game they are trying bless their hearts um, so they've added, um, some new game modes and this, this one, oh. this first one's called planetary assault and there's new objective phases added into the mix that can appear on the map at any time. Oh. And then the aim frigates are prepping their weapons to, uh, to, for a planetary strike and you have to work as a team to activate the powerful shield cannons teleported in by Lockjaw. So oh. kind of the same thing that things are teleporting. Again, you have to activate the activate the, the story doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. no. And then they are, this is what's out now, and then there's one coming up soon, and this is called Nuke Defense. And uh, again, these appear on any map. You have to work together to locate and deactivate deployed aim nukes. So again, they just land in, you have to deactivate them. So a bit like the nodes you have to activate, you just have to deactivate something instead. So it doesn't really sound... That much more varied. And I think it's still in the arenas. And I think that's probably one of the biggest problems with the game. Like, it doesn't feel like it it progresses. (laughs) It
4: might be because they built the game from scratch and this is all it can pretty much do. Or could it be that Disney is still like, listen, you know? Who
0: knows? Who knows what's going on behind the scenes? And I could be wrong about that. But yeah, it's just a shame. But they're still patching it. So maybe if you're very new to VR and, you you know, maybe you're going to pick up a rift at Black Friday, you know, especially if you've got kids and you're really into Marvel, I would maybe say. Check it out, yeah. but it's just very re- repetitious. I would say. Well, that. heads
4: off for them, still like trying to, you know, make yeah. the best out of their own title. Right? Yes, I mean.
0: So let's talk about another game that's getting really good developer support, and that is Firewall. Uh, I don't know if you've been playing this anymore, Zim, or if you kind of, uh, you know, jumped out of it now because everyone's just so good at it, the game. <laughs> I've
1: been hiding. Uh, yeah. I want to play it, but I'm just yeah. scared to play it. Yeah, me who, too. Play as Firewall is so much better now. Like so yeah. much better.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of cool that what they're doing is they're not adding this kind of like pay to win scenarios where you can get OP weapons or anything like that. It's all kind of cosmetic stuff. So they've added a new contractor, which is called Nash, who has got like a binary skill that allows double C4, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, And then you've got new weapons, new skins, new camos. And also if you're a PS plus member, then you get a little Skip trinket, which is like a little keyring in VR. Don't know what wow. use they have. Um, <laughs> they're
1: they're but... bling. They're awesome. I had an F for F reality on my shotgun for ages. Remember I showed oh, it to you my little red tie. Is that what you do? You hang them off the your weapons?
0: Yeah, there's like like oh, click off your of weapon. Cool. Oh okay. That, that sounds way cooler. I something ago. else. It sounds kinda of
4: silly
1: when yeah. you were
0: just like, hey, look at he's got a little, little key yeah, ring. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. So apparently the prices for this DLC is three ninety nine in US dollars for the new contractor. Uh ninety-nine cents for character skins, or you can buy them as a bundle for two ninety nine each, so you get like bundles of character skins and camos and stuff. Um and yeah, like they say the little trinket is free for PS plus members. It's- Uh, But they've also added some new weapons, which are free for everyone to the game, and that is including an XMR-90, a G6 Commando, and a Spitfire. So if you're into your guns...
4: A Spitfire? That's like a plane. It is.
1: World War a car as well? (laughs) Yeah, it is a car as well. I actually am curious if that's like, is that a submachine gun? It sounds like it's like a UMP equivalent type machine gun. I don't actually know what a Spitfire is, but I wanted to say something about Firewall because... When you see Firewall, I just ran a video of it. Um, when you see Firewall, it looks relatively unimpressive. Like you'd look at it and go, nah, I'd pass, you know? Yep. But I have to say on the back of the experience that I had and that we had, Mike, um, yes, it is it is the ideal like Rainbow Six-esque work with a squad of people. And the community was super warm and welcoming, yep. a lot warmer than like, say, like an onward community. And it was just like it was just bonding time. Like anytime I got online That's with that game, shame. it was amazing. So I would just urge people, if if you see it on a deal for like twenty quid or whatever with an aim gun, oh, like, yeah, without do doubt. Like it's no question, just, yeah. just do it. Anytime this year, take I think mind. the aim the
0: aim is a must though. The aim controller is a must, yeah, boy
2: Um because that
0: really Such adds a shame,
1: I
2: didn't get that experience.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is a shame for I found, sure.
2: I found, I found the Spitfire.
0: Oh. Nathy the gun. nut he's been oh, googling right. guns. Really? Wait, no, no.
1: What
4: is no. that? No, oh, this, this is like this is what you put on a Spitfire plane. Oh, I also have God. one of the actual.
0: Oh. More fake news, from <laughs> <Nathie>. <laughs> Um Oh, there you go. There's, there's, there you go. So if you, if you're watching, this is
4: Call of Duty, but I think delightful. it's the same uh, thing.
0: Yeah. So huh. there you go, audio listeners. Sorry, but it just looks like a gun to me. Yeah, it's um, like a gun. It's with got some... a dangerous end and a and a not so dangerous end. <laughs> um so so let's let's move on then yeah but totally firewall is a legit title and if you own a psvr again i think it's one of those must-buy titles but definitely you need a name controller to get the best out of it i think
4: and a
2: plus account
0: and a plus account yeah that's very important your community
4: manager is uncle frank
0: uncle frank in in frank we trust um yeah yeah. so next i just want to touch on uh the disappointing fact that we didn't get a half-life 3 announced this week (laughs) yeah
4: you were waiting for that you were tweeting about i was like i'm waiting
0: yeah, yeah i was like where is it Like because you know if if you're if you're a PC gamer you know no doubt in at some point in your life you would have played Half Life and you know it originally released on the 19th of November 1998 1998. so this week oh my god oh my god I actually thought he had it tattooed on his chest then (laughs) but yeah same as as a Half Life T-shirt underneath his starting from his belly button like underneath his fleece. I actually thought he had a, a Morgan Freeman tattoo on his stomach there for a second. I was like, "Oh my god, that's dedication!"
4: But yeah, he's I got- love that car. That car is amazing. It's hard yeah. to steer, but it works.
1: I love the fact that that
4: Half-Life t-shirt looks like Akira. Is it that's,
1: kind of that's it's- exactly it? So it's it's a Guilty T's t-shirt that is uh, based <laughs> off the Akira poster. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Gunter for life. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, of course we were
0: waiting, of course, for the Half-Life three announcement and you know this new valve headset to be announced on the same date, and everyone was going to lose their minds but unfortunately uh the 19th came and went and nothing happened
2: if there's one thing that we've learned over the years from Valve is that Valve does not care about dates yeah. and certain numbers and certain tricks. And no, they don't. They yeah, just they release it whenever they want. And See, that working might working well. be. Yeah, I told you. He's, he's working. He's an Valve. insider. He's yeah. one of
0: them. He's trying to spread <laughs> fake news as
2: well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. But the one thing we did get, which is kind of interesting and I am kind of excited about, which isn't VR related, but it's interesting. And that is because we did get an announcement for Black Mesa Zen. So the developers that made Black Mesa have been working on this update like ever since pretty much. And they're going to be bringing out Zen, which is like this kind of standalone uh, game, which kind of carries on the story a little bit uh from the original game so which is a
2: a fan project right
0: it is a fan project but it looks very polished like uh, i don't we've got the the trailer so we might be showing that now in fact
4: i think it's it's Um, it's the part where you uh land on the or like you end up in the the space uh, yeah part because the first part has has already been remastered like two three years ago and this is like the second part that is coming yeah yeah so it doesn't look
2: because uh, apparently a lot of people felt like that it was like rushed Those last Mm -hmm. levels about, like, that. it felt less polished than the the rest of the game. So I guess that the fans tried to, like, uh, you know, step up the game a bit and uh, deliver that polish. I
1: love it, yeah. I I I found the end of the original Half-Life to be incredibly difficult, actually. Having played through the the full, like, campaign, when you get to the Zen bits, like, Especially with some of the bigger, the bigger baddies that you fight, like not difficult like that.
2: I I thought you were like difficult to, you know. I just can't play this anymore. Like, Like, no, it's too difficult. No, they were they were
1: really challenging. I mean, it was kind of like, yeah, it was it was just really challenging. But this isn't. this isn't. This is. This is coming out after quite a long time, and this has been in development. I don't know, twelve years or something. This is because I remember playing Black Mesa six, seven years ago. Came on a PC gamer disc or something like that. When it wow. when the first half aired, but I'm just wondering. Like, is this? Um, this is just 2D news, right? This is not.
0: Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, you know, like I say, we time. have no uh, no news to suggest that this is going to be <laughs> VR modded. At first, but
2: when I saw the trailer, though, I had I I thought it was VR because you know you could see the character like looking at his yeah, hands exactly, like you yeah. know, going like this, and I was like. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah,
4: I think I think Rowdy watched a little bit too much Seeking Dawn trailers. Yeah. yeah. But
1: there was another project ongoing. I, I don't know what status it's in or if you guys have any other news on it, but um, I know that the Half-Life 2 VR team, uh, who was working on that mod from early, early DK1, DK2 days, they were doing something, I thought, officially with Valve, or at least they were looking to release a, their VR update of Half Life Two at some point. I thought it was supposed to be this year, but yes. not an urge. and then they just went completely quiet. quiet. And that's
0: why all these kind of rumors around like a VR version of Half Life mm-hmm. and Half Life Three kind of did tie in a little bit. But again, yeah, all we bingo. can do now is play Black Mesa Zen and pray. Maybe that'll tie us so up. I got a secret. Bit. Go on. We've always known, Rowdy. Tell us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was a part of that uh, Half Life VR group on Slack for yes. like quite a while when they were still developing. Uh, but indeed, like when they went quiet, they kicked uh, every, almost everyone out.
0: Yeah, so I got the secret. So I, you see, I he is linked out. to this yeah. whole thing. He I is. knew it. I he am is. linked. I'm,
4: I'm so again. into this. He's still in the group. He's a mole. one of the only ones. He's a mole on the inside. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mole
2: on the inside.
0: So unfortunately, we didn't get Half Life Three in VR, but we've got Black Mesa Zen to tide us over oh, in the meantime fun. for now. Uh, so let's talk about some game releases, which are coming this week. And we've got a really cool one for PSVR. PSVR just seemed to be killing it right now. Like, absolutely nailing it. have been since they've
2: been released.
0: Wow. What a run-up to Christmas they've had. And, like, you know, really, if you own a PS4 at Christmas, you should have this on your, like, Christmas list for sure. Uh, because now you can play Space Pirate Trainer on the PSVR from next week. Um, and that's gonna be, it's like one of those epic games. Again, yeah. it's kind of one of those must-have titles, I think. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like... Well, uh, one of
4: the first wave shooters that were original.
1: But still one of the best, I think. Don't yeah. write. Yeah, still one of the yeah, best. Don't write. That's exactly what I was going to say, Rowdy. So if you if you are listened for years to all this, don't play wave shooters because we've had enough and they suck. The one game that ex- is excluded from that population is Space Pirate Trainer. Yeah. The,
2: the, it's even stronger than that. It's because um, uh, Space Pirate Trainer was so good. That it actually started the entire wave shooter it genre in virtual it reality the genre, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's like like everyone is making Beat Saber clones now. That's it's how good awesome this game enough. is. Yeah. yeah, wave shooters.
0: It's interesting. I've got a funny uh, space pirate trainer story actually because when we went to OC Four, so uh, that was a while ago now, uh, over a year ago, um, I was grabbing a coffee and uh, a lady was there, and we just started talking, and uh, she turned out to be Lemming's mum. So if you're in the competitive gaming scene, you'll know who Lemming is. He's like a competitive Uh, Echo Arena player and he was playing competitively at OC4 and his mom was there like supporting him. So we got chatting like (laughs) over a coffee and she was telling me like... Where's
1: this story going, Mike? I need to stop you there. There's only certain subjects we can cover on this podcast. And and
0: she was (laughs) telling me that she's a a Space Pirate Trainer like pro and she was actually ranked like in the top five players in the world at one point as Space Pirate Trainer. I was like, wow. Hats off to you. That is like so freaking awesome. You know, she was like totally committed to that
1: game i think i met this lady she wasn't she working practice. with the eu or something no UN or something no uh, yes
0: that's right yes he was, he was yes she was like Glenn as well yeah yeah, yeah yeah she was she was super cool uh super supportive of her son as well uh Another bit of
2: news uh space Pirate trainer is made by Belgian dude oh yes
0: yeah. okay cool you know,
2: do you know him as well Rowley? yeah we saw him on oc5 he oh, was yeah. drunk though but
1: he's a okay. cool dude okay probably on Duval then Yep. Yeah. yeah isn't isn't Spy, space
4: by trainer also one of the first games where you can use a, a whip to kind of you know grab the yeah, they introduced also. that later on that was part of an update oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where they yeah. were transforming you could like change the guns to like different modes and the things guns like are that. so well done in that game yeah. yeah
0: yes so that's coming out on tuesday the 27th of november if you've got a psvr and you're looking forward to that one and the other one i wanted to talk about that's coming out next week is scraper First Strike. Now, I've seen a lot of stuff about this game in the background. Um, We also met the dev uh, OC5. He hung around with us for a little bit um, from Labradex Studios. Um, But First Strike is kind of like a a sci-fi first person shooter that's going to be releasing on PC VR next week as like kind of the first act of five. So it's kind of like an interesting concept that they're going to be releasing it in stages. And then it's going to be releasing on PSVR in December, around the 18th of December, to be precise. Um, but yeah, basically you've kind of got this city called new Austin, which is kind of a refuge for all these people that are kind of gathered together because the rest of the world is ravaged by war and disease. And it's kind of like a a mega city with all these scrapers. And that's why they're called scrapers, like skyscrapers basically. And, uh, basically, uh, the, the robots there, you have them as kind of like AI sidekicks and they like look after you and do everything you need. And then apparently one of the most advanced AI, witnesses some kind of human aggression towards the robot race that kind of turns the tides and then the robots kind of start attacking oh. the humans and uh the shit starts getting real um so yeah that's the kind of concept of the game and from the trailer that we're playing it kind of looks like you're in a mech or something you kind of like got an armored suit or something like that a bit like diva from overwatch almost um so yeah it looks kind of interesting i don't know how good the game is none of us i don't think have
4: played it Wait, so they're gonna release the first part but they have more but we don't know if they are ready to go already or if they still need to make them
0: yeah we have no idea hopefully have... it's not like 18 floors yes exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly um, but yeah, I'm probably going to check this one out at yeah. some point when I get home. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we can give you our first impressions. It's a single on the player. There's no multiplayer. Single player, so. I think, from what I understand so yeah. far. Yeah, but it's got like kind of uh, RPG and exploration elements, and it's also got this like backdrop of a story. I don't know how strong that that goes into it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's what kind of one of those games. And out of all the games that are releasing next week, I thought this was kind of the most interesting one to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, if you're interested in that one, that's coming out on the 21st of uh,
1: November. i got to be Zim for a moment here. When I heard the, the, the term scrapers, I, I immediately thought of people who clean up after someone's committed suicide off of the top of a building. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like scrape them off the pavement. <laughs> yeah, like crime, yeah. crime scene cleaning is what I was expecting, but that's that's yeah. not what the game is. My that also would be a very weird discussion.
2: virtual reality game.
1: I, I would play yeah. that. There, there actually yeah. is a crime scene cleaning game. I remember. It was like a – sorry, it was a holiday one where you were Santa and you had to oh, clean up.
4: Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about with the little – and then you're a robot. Yeah. N- now I remember the
0: name of the, the the TV show that my wife was obsessed with for a little while. It was called How Clean Is Your Crime Scene? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. It was an actual TV show. Yeah, she loved it. I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, I digress. I, I, Let's uh... – Run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I'm here. I'm, I'm on a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some main topics then, and let's talk about some hardware because we've been trying tons of hardware over the last 24 hours. Uh, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Voodoo, uh, who is Voodoo DE. He's like a, a, a German YouTuber. He makes uh, English content as well. He should make more, in fact. Uh, but he brought his uh, Odyssey Plus with him and he also brought the Pimax 8k and 5k plus with him and uh, we got to test out a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. together so that was really fun so shout out to Voodoo for bringing all the stuff and allowing us to try it out it's a really cool dude um thank you so uh, another quick thing I want to mention actually before we talk about the headsets was a funny moment that we had with Voodoo with the B-Haptics vest because we were trying on loads of like accessories and if you're not familiar with the B-Haptics they have like a haptic vest that Nathie has here so you you had the
1: the vest on and you were doing each other's hair
0: is that did i get that right well, well we were playing this experience and it was made by b haptics and it's kind of like um an experience where you get touched by a female character and she touches you in different ways and it rumbles on your vest in different areas and like it's actually developed by the people that made the vest i believe yeah. so I, I don't know why but it's super weird it's obviously for a different audience i think than from oh, us oh,
2: yeah. then, then for you guys sure sure yeah. yeah it's definitely we for have, yeah sure
4: like the, the cover with the haptic because i have covers where there's like haptic feedback inside and also the wrists and also the suit and also on the back you could also feel yes. like you could turn around and then you could also and feel the crotch the yes like, they were constantly like poking you like yeah like people and poking your face as well, which yeah, was super yeah. weird when you wear the, the haptic thing yeah, on your you, face. You, you're like, oh, they're going to touch my face, but then you also feel it. Feel otherwise. it, yeah. But it's funny, like Voodoo's reaction when uh, yeah, this was character was touching so it, it
0: was hilarious. Was I was laughing. in hysterics. So I just want to give a quick shout out to him uh, about that. It was yeah, a funny moment. Anyway, I did. Do you rest have it on
3: tape?
0: I think so. We have a video somewhere, I yes. believe. Yes. Yeah. We might be able to share that at some point. Uh, but let's talk about the Samsung Odyssey Plus. Because, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this really took me by surprise as like a legit headset that I would actually recommend because I've you'll know if you follow the podcast or my channel that, you know, I've never really been that uh, admired by the sort of Windows MR platform. Uh, you know, I had a Dell headset in the beginning and it was really the early days of Windows MR and, you know, they didn't have access to Steam, they didn't have built-in audio, uh, the output mirror for Windows MR was really buggy and, and and clunky and laggy. So there was a lot of problems, but it seems like they've resolved a lot of those issues since then. And I have to say it was a pretty decent experience, what we had with the Odyssey and the Odyssey Plus. Um, but let's talk about the OG Odyssey, which Nathie is kindly showing here. Um, it's got the same resolution as the Vive Pro, so it's really got a decent resolution. Uh, I still don't like the controllers like their windows MR controllers. Yeah. So they've got a touchpad and a thumbstick. stick. Um, but the Samsung ones are slightly curved. So they're a bit more uh, curvy in your hand, a bit like the moves, you know, they feel nicer in your hands than the standard windows MR controllers. Uh, it's super easy to set up. You just plug it in and you go. Uh, Obviously, with the original Odyssey, you still need a Bluetooth dongle, though, to communicate with the controllers, Mm. which is a little bit fiddly. But, you know, for some reason, they don't supply one in the box. So you still have to buy one, uh, which is a bit annoying. Um, But the one thing that really took me by surprise with the original Odyssey is the nose flaps really pinch your nose. So it's actually almost difficult to breathe. (laughs) wearing the original one so if you if you're going to buy an original one i would just say cut those nose flaps out so you can breathe because otherwise you're just going to
1: collapse uh whilst playing i I was so wondering that because on their on their advertisements they uh they they show they're like oh and the nose you know place has been widened by you know 50 degrees or whatever it was and, and I, I was like, why are they making such a big deal out of this? Was this yes. a problem before? So I'm so glad that you mentioned that because you've answered a question for me.
2: Yeah. I, I, I would have... love to see, like, one of the original trailers where, like, you know, you, ha- you have, like, the guy talking with, like, yeah. thing on it. It's yeah. Fun. I was like, You're just joking, joking about, about it. It was really yeah. one of the best headsets that you could get. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's one of the first things I noticed. Like, I was playing Superhot for, like, two minutes. I was like, dude, it's like, I can't breathe out my nose. <laughs> um,
1: what was so the, anyway. Can, uh, another question for you, Michael. Yeah, sure. um, so this, this headset, I've heard it's pretty lightweight, um, but how does yep. it compare weight-wise with other headsets and also cable length I'm, I'm interested in for the original yeah. Odyssey? The original Odyssey is, is lightweight. It's comfortable enough. It's
0: actually, yeah, it's, it's a comfortable headset to wear other than the nose thing. Uh, it's got like a leather sort of head strap here and on the back that of your head. So it's got like kind of PSVR style head mount. Okay. But because it's like leatherette material, it kind of doesn't absorb sweat. Um, but yeah, it's really comfortable, and uh, the cable length is like what one and a half um, meters, something like that. It's two yeah, meters. It's, it's... Does it like wobble on the head? No, not not anywhere near as bad as the Vive Pro does. Okay. Um, so I like that.
4: And the headphones?
0: And the built-in audio was top-notch as well, so uh, I really like that. Okay. Um, so to compare it, so that was my kind of Odyssey experience. I was like, yeah, this is pretty decent. And then when I tried the Odyssey Plus, I was waiting to be wowed by this like anti-screen door effect. I have to say, like, I wasn't that impressed with the anti-screen door effect. It wasn't, for me, that noticeable. Like, you could see that it was reduced, but if you really, really looked for it, I could still see it in really light scenes uh, and really dark scenes. So just like... But
2: isn't it? Isn't it because the, the technique they use is not really like, um, you know, they're not increasing the resolution, but they're using some kind of like magic tricks to like uh, make it look like it isn't there?
0: So they make the image slightly softer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so for me, I wasn't that all enamored by this anti-screen door effect, you know, marketing. Um, but with that said, it's still a very good headset. Like I, I would still still yeah. say it's a great headset. But for me, this this marketing hype of like, oh, you won't be able to see the screen door effect. If you're really looking for it, you can still
4: see it. It just feels like they kind of wanted to, you know, the 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 casual one. They wanted to kind of sell that until the stock is like, you know, all the way gone. And now this, they don't want to have the Samsung Odyssey Plus, the new standard Samsung VR headset. Yeah, it's like a you know like an upgraded version of it. It is, it um, is.
0: But it's weird because they've also got some downsides as well, which I think, which they they kind of lowered their standard over the original one. And I'll go into that now because the the Odyssey Plus. One big bonus is that it has built-in Bluetooth in the headset, so you don't have to worry about a separate dongle anymore. The controllers connect directly to the headset, just like they do with the, you know, your 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 uh, Oculus Rift, for example. You know, you ne- you never know that there's a, a connection there. You don't have to worry about it because it happens automatically. And it's the same thing with the Odyssey Plus, which is, I think, a big step forward. And I think every Windows MR headset from here on out should take that feature on board. Yes. Um, but the one thing that did disappoint me was that whereas the original Odyssey had like a leatherette type material, like I said, on the head strap in the back, they've swapped it out for a breathable fabric material. Mm. Um, So it's still comfortable, but now it soaks up sweat Rather than like just like kind of streaming it off, Keeping but wipe of course, whole
1: surface yeah.
0: Of course, all these like bits are removable, so you could just swap them out with like a VR cover if they made one, for example. But still, for me, I was just like I preferred the leatherette of the original yeah. over the the, mm-hmm. the 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 Odyssey
2: uh, Plus. That makes sense.
0: Um, but uh, thankfully, I could breathe using the new one, so that was a big <laughs> bonus. Um, and it is actually uh, slightly lighter. Uh, it's actually a slightly lighter headset.
2: Even, even lighter than this I'm sorry. i could wear this headset for longer than two and a half minutes so yeah that was actually a big yeah. bonus
1: honestly yeah. like I, what, I why i was laughing so hard is i just imagined them quoting mike and putting it on like a product box and it's saying you yeah. know i could actually breathe with this headset it's <laughs> so good. with like with like one guy
2: with like the samsung plus who looks regular and then the other one who's wearing the original one like completely blue like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but the, the great thing is like this headset has been super
0: cheap just recently. I know it upset a lot of people because it originally released for like 499 US dollars. And then like a week to two weeks yeah. later, it had this huge price drop of 200 bucks. Yeah. So you could pick it up for $300 US during this like kind of Black Friday deal. People were losing their minds to the point where they were like, right, I'm going to s- return my one, wait for the sale and buy a new one. And then... Everyone waited till like midnight to like the for the store to open, and then they had like five available when the store opened, and then everyone lost their minds even more. Like I hate Samsung, <laughs> gum like they're, they're uh, because they had sold their headset to buy this new one at a cheaper price, and they were just yeah. out of stock immediately. But apparently now <laughs> they are back in stock again, so you yeah. can buy them at the reduced price. And also, if you bought one from Microsoft directly. They
4: will honor the difference. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of strange, though. I saw Somatic Bruce tweet about that, that it's like so hidden. It's like under accessories or something. Yeah, it is. It's not under VR headsets. On it the doesn't Microsoft have or... like, they don't have a VR part on their web shop. No. Super so, it's where it
0: under? Under VR accessories and uh, no, under no, PC, accessories. PC
1: accessories. Yeah, it's so strange.
4: It's very strange. But it makes it like a good deal for people that know where to find yes, it. So yes. Unless people are able to, you know? Yes. So <laughs> You what, heard it here first. So, what I would say is F reality.
0: Yeah. In conclusion to the Odyssey in general, like, I would say. If you're in the market for a Windows MR headset, you know, you don't want to mess around with sensors. You just want to, you're a real casual gamer. You just want to play every now and again, or you want to take it to a friend's house and plug it into their computer or their laptop, or take it with you on the go with a laptop. Then this is the one I'd recommend. Like, it's, it's a really good headset, actually. I was very surprised. And especially when you compare, like, the Vive Pro visuals of this headset compared to the same. Vive Pro price, you know, like, yeah. you could buy two of these for the price of a Vive Pro. And, and it's it, the same. And it's more comfortable, I would say, than the Vive Pro for sure. Yeah. Sounds so like uh,
1: I have to buy one for racing.
0: Damn. I'm converted. But I would say to use him that, you know, just get whichever one you can get cheaper
1: um, or whichever features are well, more important to you. I think the nose gap is going to be important to me. (laughs) Just saying. Just cut it out. Oh, is it it just plastic?
0: It's not like yeah, it's just rubber. Rubber. Yeah, you can just cut it out. So I would say that you know if you're going to buy an OG one, just modify it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, really, really surprised me about this uh, Windows MR headset.
1: Sort of converted me as a believer in their platform. Mm -hmm. Quick, quick question. Uh, I always use aftermarket audio because I Mm -hmm. care about my audio. Um, The original headset. Did the headphones come off? uh yes i believe they're
0: removable uh let me just check on this one uh that's mike
2: yes it's got a screwdriver voodoo's watching and crying at the moment this is this is the original og
0: one uh, Uh, he wouldn't let us keep his his plus unfortunately um but yeah so that is the odyssey so uh i'm impressed with that one actually really impressed and uh it's a shame really because out of all the headsets i tried it was the odyssey that impressed me more than anything else and of course we're going to be talking now about the pimax 8k um, and I was super excited about the Pimax 8K because we've been talking about it yeah, like forever. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you know, I backed the the the, the 8K, and uh, I'm probably going to convert it to the 5K plus uh, so I can get that extra performance. Even though I've got a 2080 Ti, yeah, because um, I think the performance is 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 uh, is more important than the the visual clarity. Because apparently, according to Voodoo, the difference between the two headsets is very marginal. Um, but in terms of like this whole thing that we've heard like the hype around like the wide field of view is like the next big thing, you know, it's, it's the most amazing thing ever. Like you couldn't go back to a standard headset after using a wide field of view headset. Uh, Quite frankly, I just wasn't that impressed. I was expecting more because the hype was Mm -hmm. so much that it just couldn't possibly live up to the expectation of that. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, I put it on and I was like, yeah, the wide field of view is super nice, but there are caveats to that that are really big drawbacks that I don't know if many people are really highlighting. And, and that is that at the edges of your display, when you first wear this headset, you get a real bad distortion of the image.
4: I called it like, a, like, a, like you're in a fishbowl in a way.
0: Like a fishbowl effect on the edges. Yeah. And it's almost like you're exposed to motion sickness again for the first time. That's what it feels like because your brain, again, is adjusting to this super high wide field of view
2: that you've not really That's what we said in the beginning when yes. we when it got first announced that like I mean I still think that a field of a bigger field of view is a step forward, is a huge step forward in terms of immersion, you know. You know, if, if you feel like that you're completely in there, you don't see any black borders, that will be an added feature for immersion. I don't think it's the biggest step for immersion, but I think it is a it is a, a yeah. bigger step than immersion than for example increased resolution. True. I think that is yeah. more important, still so a bigger field of view. But indeed, like how are they gonna Convert that for every single game out there without, like, you know, distorting the image in a way that it fits in there. And that's not really. A bigger field of view that's just, just stretching the field of view over your lenses
0: yeah and i would say like you know from all the experiences we tried and and please bear in mind you know we only had a hands-on with it for like a few hours um you know i really want mm-hmm. to do some more in-depth testing when i finally get my unit but for my first impressions i would say that it was really great for cinematic experiences or watching movies or yeah. like uh, content like that where you're seated Amazing. or just static Amazing. yeah that would be great but for gaming, I really
4: don't know if I'm like, like sold. We played Beat Saber, for example. That like Beat Saber is happening in front of you, so everything gets an extra It's like, why do I need it? But for sim racing and you know, flying a spaceship stuff, like yeah, the cinematic thing was like an eye opener for me. I was like, yeah. wow, I would love to have a Pimax to watch like animations like Henry and the Great Sea and stuff like that because you you can just see so much more of what's happening. Yeah. And you you're when there's a lot of stuff, stuff happening around you as well. Yeah, I true. Guess. So, yeah. so that's why it's like it felt like a plus. Like, wow. Usually, I'm missing things. Yeah. Um, but the funny part is, I felt like they they went for such a wide well field of view that you have like in the in the software of the Pimax, you have like three modes. You have a large field of view. Yes. Uh, medium and then small. Yeah. And uh, if you go for the different ones, there's like a very small difference between them. Yes. But if you put it on like small, it's still really it's still wider than a Vive. It is. or a so it is and that's the thing we had it on medium which is roughly
0: around 150 degrees i think field of view roughly yeah. um but yeah it, it does fill up your whole peripheral vision but again i think we all that weren't used to it even your brother was like we all kind of felt a little bit weird afterwards like that first <laughs> you know exposure to vr smooth yeah. locomotion emotional much you feel a bit like disorientated obviously mm-hmm. voodoo being the pro, and I'm sure Sebastian and, and Martin, you know, Sweeve feel the same way, and that you know they've been using it so much they've just acclimatized to it already. But it's just one of those things to to be aware of, you know, that you're going to have to acclimatize to another headset again. Yeah. And I think you know, for a VR newcomer, if they're going straight for this headset. They're gonna feel super weird, I think, because it's gonna be very strange for them. Are you are you getting you got, more got...
4: motion sick because of this this Pimax? If you are like new to VR, or Possibly. if you are experienced to it, would Possibly. it be a different experience? In a way? I don't
2: know.
0: It's I very. Got, I got two questions.
4: Yeah, sure. um,
2: if you did, you guys try any like first person shooters? Yes, we uh, tried uh, zero caliber. Tried zero caliber. We tried Doom VFR, and we tried Budget Cuts. And. Uh, Are any of those games... Oh, yeah. Well, you have played those games on the the headset as well. Do you feel that you have a competitive edge using the Pimax by having a bigger field of view?
0: It would be interesting. Like, I really don't... I really couldn't say. I would love to know the perspective from a competitive player because I remember we had this conversation with the... the, the guys playing Onward, Onward. Uh, at OC5 mm-hmm. about having a competitive edge with a wider field of view headset. So I'd love them to test it. And I think I, I think really so. need more hands-on time I, with I it. think yeah. so.
4: Like you have an advantage because if you already feel the advantage in a cinematic experience yeah. where you're like, oh, wait, I can see something in my left corner. Preferably, I'm yeah. sure that Even that's... Even
2: though it's I'm distorted view. on the edges.
4: Yeah. It's yeah. th- it only distorted on the very edges. So you still get the that wide edges. field of view.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. But, but th- that's the kind of downsides. But I would say like... it. It is more legit than a lot of the people downplaying it is. And although we yeah. sound quite negative about it, I'm actually very positive about it. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happier about it than I was before I, yeah, I tried I, it. I
4: feel way better about it. And also yeah. performance-wise, I thought like an 8K, you know, this is going to be crazy for my PC because we yeah. ran it on like a 1080 Ti. Super smooth. Like we played Budget Cuts. Budget Cuts has also had some problems. Fine, you know, mm-hmm. and it's running on like eighty hertz and it's like VFR, super solid. Yeah, and two VFR, and also when Voodoo arrived, um, he showed me how to install everything. It took like twenty minutes, and there was almost no problem. The only thing that happened was he was updating his five K plus because he also brought that one, and for some reason it didn't want to work anymore. But it was a prototype. It was a very. A, it was yeah. like the first M. But like prototype. it was a pretty straightforward. Also, this Pi tool, the software they are yeah. using for this. Like uh, going from from like to Steam, for example, to suddenly to Oculus Home, it all worked. Yeah, like there is no yeah. funny revive thing going on there. It's all super like straight. It's pretty smooth. Yeah, yes. And the one thing. Uh, I would... Second question sure. is uh,
2: a question I already asked, uh, but this time about the Pimax. Uh, is there any wobble? Um, it's surprising, <laughs> right? Because it it's very balanced
0: uh even though it's super wide it's very balanced and it's in, it's a lot lighter than you anticipate it yes. to be it looks heavier but it's not it's actually quite light and that's one of the things you when you first pick it up you're like wow yeah. this this thing's actually we quite we light. did
4: try it with the deluxe audio strap so we yes. didn't try it with like the normal strap i i can already say that's not very good that's like the strap the og vive hat you know no. just a strap where it's like, you know, yeah. um, but people saying like, Hey, when I play beat Saber or any other games, I'm going to like touch it all the time. Yeah. It it's... But
0: I, I will say as well with the, with the pro with the, the bigger resolution. Cause we, we were using the 8K, uh the AK uh, to compare it to the vive pro. The mm-hmm. screen door effect is greatly reduced. I think on the 8K compared to the vive pro. So like mm-hmm. in terms of like screen door effect, I think it's probably better than the, the yeah. odyssey plus. Also
4: good to say is like, um, because we were asking like Fudu, how, because we didn't, we weren't used to the Pimax yet. Like, does the the maybe the, the the sides make you sick? But he said it's just the you know the resolution in general, where it's like, oh, this is new, and I see yeah. way more than really the the started sides. Yeah. But he he said it
0: took him about a week to acclimatize to the Pimax, but now he wouldn't go back to any other headsets. He's like truly converted. Yeah, he was
4: like, you know, he was really like, if you tried this, then you don't want to go back to the other ones. But, you know, my perspective is always like I'm trying to sell VR to consumers, mm-hmm. to new people. And it's like, you know, this is the future. This is where we're heading towards, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm not recommending this to price-wise, but also just in general. Because if a game is fun, you know, if it's immersive, it doesn't really matter what you use. If it's a Samsung Odyssey, PlayStation VR, like PlayStation VR is like really like, like medium and... And, and Go as well, like, that's kind of, like, low-end. Yeah. It's still, like, I'm still immersed. Like, today we played Covert. I was in the game, and it doesn't yeah. matter if I have a, a super wide, wide field of view or a resolution that is lower. I mean, even in my DK1, yeah. I was, like, immersed. Yeah. And there is no... It's also
2: probably because the the steps are getting smaller, you know? Like, the step from coming from 2D to virtual reality is such a huge leap forward, you know? You you, you put on that headset, and you're actually there. But then, you know, increasing the resolution is... is compared to that huge step is only like a, a smaller step still going forward but it's it's not as big of a step forward as no. the initial impression you, got what you really need is forward.
1: ladies touching your face and then you're there you know what I mean. that is you're a so big step forward yeah. that's a big step what,
0: forward. and on a little segue on that sort of elk is basically like we tried the like leap motion finger hand tracking oh. plugin oh so basically like underneath the pimax it's got a USB C port yeah, and you plug in like a module it. and uh, voodoo had it it was the hand Amazing. tracking it just worked you, just, you plugged it in we booted up alt space alt space yeah and then like i was just like in alt space chatting to people using my hands fully tracked yeah it was like blowing their minds yeah. and anyway, if you
4: if you tried like the leap on the let's say dk2 or the, uh, the cv1 or just the as voice, good. Um, the 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 range of this is way bigger than the leap motion itself. Yeah. Like it's a custom leap motion where I I was holding my hand like over here and I could still see it move perfectly. Well, if you use just the leap, it's like oh yeah, I need to keep them here yeah. like this. Yeah, that's like, absolutely
1: right. Extra
0: module or. It's a different module. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a module. Like they're gonna, they have loads of modules planned for it, like a wireless module and you know Vive and chill type yeah. module as well. But
4: this was one of the ones that they've obviously yeah. already sent out to uh, early early testers. But but in the end, like looking at the at the bimex itself, how it has been built, it's all super solid. It mm. seems super legit as well. Yeah, I do wonder. That's what I said to Fudo. Like, if you open it, what's inside? What did they use and stuff like that. And also how yeah. long does this headset, you know, yeah. can last, stuff like that. But yeah, like I I thought it was kind of, you know, I was like 50-50. I was like, yeah, you know, plus like Fudo gave us the opportunity to try whatever we wanted. Well, yeah. when, the, when they were showing off the Pimax themselves, it was like, you know, play Fruita, Fruit Ninja or whatever game. And here was like, okay, I was like budget cuts because I just knew. Budget cuts was kind of like mm. already on the edge of like, is this gonna work or not? Yeah, it's super nice.
0: And that's the thing. You we were running the 8K on normal mode with budget cuts on a 1080 yeah, Ti, and getting decent just, performance. Yeah. So it is it, it is right. Uh, you know that you will be able to play games with that. But I would, I was still for me, even though I've got the higher graphics card, I'm still gonna go for the f- the, yeah. the 5K plus. Yeah, I think.
4: to save up some so, extra.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess my question to Mike, uh, I'm I'm curious because you've you've again having back the headset and all that. Are you now excited for your purchase? As opposed to before, I felt like you were a little bit on the fence of, you know, did I make a um, mistake? I'm excited
0: to test it more. Um, but for me, just like Nathy said, you know, like for us as content creators, I don't know if I'm going to just switch what to Pimax it? and just value. use the Pimax from now on. I don't think so because it still has its other caveats. You know, the controllers, you have to use the Vive ones um or you know maybe the knuckles when they come out so that would be kind of interesting um but for us to sell vr to other people like the wider field of view doesn't really matter to us yep. um but it, and even even on a personal level if i wasn't recording something i wouldn't think oh i'm gonna go and plug in a pimax because i get that extra wider field of no. view just for myself i can't see myself doing a, that a
2: lot still depends i guess on like the uh, the ease of setup uh, for us, the ease of recording it, yeah. uh, you know how how quickly you're in the game, you know how, how much you need to do, like those kind of things are very important factors for for people like us as well. I, I think, think
0: the the other important factor is like what type of games you play. Like f- yeah. for us, we play everything. If you're just a dedicated simmer. Then I think you might feel very differently about this headset, and oh. you know, Zim, I can I can see his little yeah, eyeball twitching. You will twaking, like it. You will love you know, it and, for and, sure. And and like you know, if you could see that extra apex in a oh, corner, or God. you know, you're in a, a flight simulator <sighs> and you can see like the the you know the vistas like wider. You know, maybe that's really going to be a selling point for yeah. you. And and then I would recommend it in in that yeah. sense. But for me. I don't know, like for a casual, for, well I, I would say for an enthusiast gamer that just plays everything I don't think it yeah. makes a big difference.
1: Is that what we're going to do it, Mike? When you're done testing your headset and you've had your five months with it? Yeah, I can send it over to you. You try it. Animal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, I would.
0: I, cause I'd be intrigued on in your opinion on it as well, but um, you know, when I told that Voodoo that I was like Becca 1700, he just kind of laughed and said, yeah, mm. you'll probably get yours next year then. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll get my hands on it anytime soon. But, it, but- It's,
4: it's kind of awesome. We used like one of the early prototypes, like yeah. one of the the first ones that roll out of like the factory yeah. and they were still like you know top notch and i think this headset it like the the look of it yeah it's like a hammerhead shark thing but the lights in there and you know they it it, it has kind of like a badass feel to it yeah it's like if you're like a hard so for voodoo a doesn't have the final device to it, yet like, no, just... um i don't think so no what?
0: i don't think voodoo has the final device has yet, he tried the final device um i'm not sure he owns like
4: three so he yeah. might one of them Maybe might be a final
0: but one thing he did say is that they're going to send him one of the um, business ones the business edition ones which has an oled screen rather than an lcd screen so uh i, I would
2: be interested in hearing like the thought of someone who has like the you know the finalized product. version then
0: I know a lot of I mean, people it have. There could be still a
2: lot of
4: things changed. There are a lot of videos out there as well, of people. Yeah,
0: know. there's a there's a very I don't know the guy's name. Uh, he, he was it's like a, a had a YouTube channel and he was talking about yes. his, his first impressions of the yeah. the Pimax.
2: Yeah, I've seen that um, one. Yeah. It's
0: worth checking out because it's a very candid review. You know, he doesn't have a, an investment in VR. He's just like a you know a gamer that likes Sims. Um, but it's very interesting to hear his thoughts on it from a Sims yeah.
4: perspective. Yeah, yeah. That's true so so overall like i'm i'm impressed but i also you know i heard so many stories and things like that and you know now yeah. being able to try it yourself but still as you said like everyone has a different kind of approach to it where it's like <clears throat> you know if you were a zim you're like or a zim Razor, you're like wow you know this is what i need it's right zim now well, we he are just more say all a zim, racer, zim, racer. Zim, zim racer because i think he said like we're more all-star you know we're like okay we play everything and uh yeah. So yeah, I, I can't wait to get one myself, but I like I didn't back one, so I gotta wait a little longer. So you're so, never gonna get one. <laughs> I was I was getting one anyway, but I just didn't back one. Yeah, what's right the so.
1: price on it again for launch
4: for the five for the five k? Uh, I think it's five nine nine just for the five k.
0: Right. I think I believe so. Yeah, um, and uh, it's like uh, yeah. six six or seven nine nine for the eight k. Now I can't mm. remember off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it was like you basically saved about $200 if you backed it via Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, so you're fortunate in that sense, but obviously you, you know, especially like me, if you backed it with the bundle with the base, base stations oh, and know. controllers, you're not going to get those for a while. Uh, but yeah, just to confirm that the 5k plus is 699, the 8k is 899. So sorry, it was even more expensive than I thought. Mm. Yeah. So it is quite a, quite expensive. a chunk of change well, it, there. I
2: mean, it still depends on when they, when they release it then for like, you know, I mean, when if you if you buy it now, when will you will you get it?
0: I would say it's going to be like like fall, not fall. Uh, spring, spring next year. I would say spring to summer next year is what you can expect.
1: Or or even later. If you remember when the DK two started, I mean, I had to wait five months for mine to show up, and that I was yeah. like one of the first ones in the UK to get it. It's <laughs> so like, yeah. and then and then there was this huge backlog. I mean, that whole manufacturing cycle. If if yeah. you don't oh, yeah, if, with if the you the don't rift, factor it, yeah. it's, it can take you a long time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So unless you've got any other questions about the Pimax, we'll move on to Star VR. We're good. No. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Star VR then, because we recently, we've talked about this headset on the show before. Yeah. We did try this one. By we the didn't way. try this one, unfortunately. No. Although Voodoo does work <laughs> That would have been nice. And he did actually try and buy one. Right. right. And this is the kind of interesting thing because they've recently gone up for sale. So uh, they stated the price and it's, it's actually less than I thought it would be, even though it's super expensive, still less than I yeah. thought it would be. And so we is,
2: thought five grand, right?
0: we thought 5k exactly and it's cool. 3200 us um which is still like don't get me wrong a super expensive headset peanuts. but <laughs> this is this is the the headset that everyone who's tried it you know even the Pimax testers who have tried it have said like the this thing is like right the top notch mac daddy vr headset the one to have but of course it's never designed for consumers this is you know for businesses and enterprises yet of yet of course um or your but, voodoo. But the interesting thing is, oh. voodoo. Obviously, being a YouTuber, he wanted to buy one. You know, he obviously earned too like much all money. All YouTubers, of course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. you just throwing money at the screen. Um, but they wouldn't accept his his request. They no. wouldn't allow him to buy it. But they did say that they'd allow him to test one out. So um that he's yes. going to, to get to test one. But he. Can't what was the reason it?
2: he got denied?
0: So apparently, it's just for developers. Yeah. Basically, you need to
4: oh, I thought uh, I was like them,
2: no, we don't sell to Germans or something. You no, know? no. You need no, to no, tell no, them no. what
4: project you're working on. Yeah. And because they really want to create an ecosystem around it as well. So not exactly. some people like, Hey, I have a headset, here we go. No, you like really need to show what kind of potential yeah. you have to develop, you know?
0: Yeah. But just bear in mind there's three $3,200, that just gets you a headset. It doesn't get you any base stations. doesn't get you any controllers. So you still need to buy five base stations. It, if you,
2: get, if you can buy $3,200 worth of headset, then I'm sure you can spend some extra cash for some, uh, some,
4: some controllers, controllers and some stuff. But they don't make their own uh, lighthouse sensors or controllers. No, they use Steam VR basically. So but it hang is on like a second a, here,
1: guys. I'm going to do some quick, some quick math here, right? So the headset alone... Is 3,200 yeah. US dollars. Yeah, yeah, and I am totally just searching for my calculator app because I, I I'm not even gonna do this. Yeah. But how many Oculus goes at that discounted Black Friday price <laughs> can you get? Mm. <laughs> yeah, is it is it? Am I doing the math right here? So that's is it sixteen? Is it sixteen uh, yes. headsets 16, for the price of one? Sixteen away. headsets. Yes, yes, you're right. That's crazy. Yeah, how, how many were they again? How many even more than that? On. No, it's even more than that because of the discount, right? So you get. But, how getting... many are they? Yeah, you're 180? probably seventeen. Or yeah, one eighty. Like. Yeah, one eighty. Yeah.
4: But then you have seventeen of those. Seventeen yeah. of
1: those. Yeah. those. How
0: many? What's, what's you the see answer? That? Uh,
1: like, it's not really coming through. Oh yeah
0: 3,200 3, 2, 3, divided by one eighty. Yeah, go on. What's Seventeen
2: point seven. Yeah. 17. So you get like a. A piece of the of the last one
0: you nearly get
1: 18 yeah. headsets almost. almost
0: but bear in mind though you know this this headset's got some awesome features you know it's got like built-in eye tracking uh, that works for oh, auto adjusting your ipd that's so great. you know that, that's why you can kind of see where it's built for enterprise and arcades because it's designed to be swapped between different headsets and automatically wait wait, 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 wait. when
2: we say eye tracking we we don't mean real time. Fulviated rendering on... No, 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 right? Start
0: like looking no. for your eyes the, and then... Yeah, the eye tracking is just for auto IPD. Eye measurement yeah. is all it really so is. So you don't
4: have for the people, like you just don't have to use the dial anymore. It just does it automatically.
0: Yeah.
4: I tried yeah, that looking. Okay. Okay. Uh, which, nice.
0: which is great when it's being swapped between users that don't know what IPD is. And yeah, it's going be a de facto yeah.
1: standard in future.
0: Yeah, you know yeah, that. It, of the course, reason so. I
1: like seeing it in Star is because it's just going to get inherited into other devices.
0: yeah. Yeah. And like we mentioned before, we, we said that, you know, at shows and events, I've never seen anyone no. adjust the IPD. How many people played like, cross-eyed VR yeah. stuff? It's crazy. I
1: always do that.
4: Yeah. Turn that mouth all the like way it.
1: down. Sometimes when
4: I demo it to people, I also forget about it. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, you played on my IPD, I'm sorry. and Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now you're sick. Um, but this, uh, this uh, StarVR has a resolution of, get this, 3660 by 1464. <laughs> both eyes oh my God. both eyes pretty, what computer dude, that, does it like does it... a shared shared resolution so how
4: many GPUs do you need that's not that? that's not each Damn.
0: so 3660 oh. by 1464 <sighs> um it's got a custom made AMOLED display uh designed specifically for VR 16 million sub pixels
2: what does that mean what? designed specifically for VR
0: so it's not like some generic off the shelf Samsung like you know phone yeah. and why is that panel. better
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. You're the scientist, Raul. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm asking it. No, I, I, think, yeah. I think I think honestly if you remember so so off the shelf Samsung equivalent panel displays is what they use in the DK1 and the yeah. DK2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then CV1 is when they they came in with with special uh, special, special panels. Involved. So yeah. because until that point it it did not make sense to custom fabricate a display yeah. panel.
2: i thought they might have been like curved with the lenses or something or something like that
4: like i imagined it like like i remember the days where palmer lucky had to buy broken iphones from people to put them inside his
2: that's awesome
1: but like the blacks (laughs) was an issue like the the um the fact that the panel was switching off and you get kind of a a smearing or a ghosting in 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 blacks that was one of the main problems at the time and i don't know if nathan remembers it oculus did a like a grayscale patch that basically mm. made all the blacks, the like nice inky blacks, now all of a sudden went just kind of funky, old, like dirty gray. Oh, you gray, fixed yeah, it, you yeah, fixed the kind of work, But you're like, now nothing actually looks that dark anymore.
0: Yeah, well, you you shouldn't have that with the Star VR because with the OLED AMOLED, you'll get the richer sort of colors, more yeah. darker darker blacks. Right. You know, um, so the, and the colors will pop more with this sort of AMOLED display. Uh, it's up to, it's got a refresh rate of 90 frames per second, which is obviously pretty standard. Um, and uh, yeah, in terms of field of view, this is where it gets crazy. Because obviously the Pimax is 170 degree field of view on its widest setting. But this is mm-hmm. 210 degrees. <laughs> field of view. So there's degree. actually, is your, your eyes natural? are
2: what, 220? Or no, also 210. Yeah, also your 210. Your eyes, I think.
0: So it's, it's practically your natural mm-hmm. eye field of view, which is insane. It's got 130 degree vertical field of view. So it's got more ah, vertical field of view than you have horizontal field of view on a on a oh. Rift. <laughs> so
1: basically you take wow. two rifts, turn them sideways, gloom exactly, head, Get another couple yeah. of PSVRs this way and you, you That's do what do. I said you should have done with the Pimax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But
0: surprisingly enough, the minimum spec they, they state on the website is uh, is a 1080. Wait. Um, Are they serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is surprising, what? actually, for this kind of level of spec.
4: You would have thought it would have been even How? higher
0: than that. But um, yeah. I'd imagine really to get the best out of it, you're going to need a 1080 Ti or a, a 2080 or a 2080 Ti. I'd imagine. That's
4: the part is for like the well DK2 demo where you can just look at, at the zombie and it comes out yeah. of the well.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> How, <laughs> How many really K was in
1: resolution? It, it's, it's over 5K. You now what like there's no way you're going to be able to drive that on 1080. What what, what you actually need is uh, a bitcoin farm to drive the headset. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're
2: getting but to it, that point. It, it would be neat if they would like work with like some kind of technology like they do in like the I don't know like in the Go or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so with good. like the fixed foveated rendering or something like that to like keep on driving those high resolutions. For example, to have 5K in like only a small portion,
1: mm-hmm. and then
2: only 1K on the edges or something. Yeah, something like that. Maybe it would be interesting.
1: So fixed foveated but I think- rendering is amazing technology, and I I agree wholeheartedly, Rowdy. That if they if they were able to inherit that technology into this headset, you'd be able to drive it off of something like a, a 1080. Mm-hmm. Well, th- yeah. this
0: is this is the uh, the StarVR One. They've also got the StarVR XT, which I'm not quite sure what that is, but that's still coming in the future. So maybe that's another iteration of the headset. You know, maybe it could have the the dynamic foveated rendering with the eye tracking that we we need for that extra performance boost on these lower end GPUs. But right now, like I said, it's not really designed for consumers anyway. It's designed for no, enterprises that are running probably like five, you know, 1080s in SLI whatever it is, configuration that they dream up uh, a bit like that. But
2: it's, it's good that there is apparently a market for that because eventually all that technology will trickle down to the consumer yep. anyway. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, so the StarVR XT would, would have like Tobii eye tracking. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. And the... Tobii? toby toby yeah.
0: yeah so so that's uh that's cool we've got some prices on that and obviously we've got to try, check out those next gen headsets uh hopefully we've kind of given you enough information about those headsets so you can make an informed decision yourself whether you know you should go for one of these things um but certainly, certainly you know i'm looking forward to testing the the, the pi out more in
4: the future for sure this one is also like completely steam vr ready
0: yes it is yeah the, the star uh, vr one is yeah of course uh, um, so yeah, if you unless you guys have got anything else you want
1: to mention or anything
0: else you want to say or any other questions, then
1: I think we should just um, you know, given given you guys are all there buzzing away in chat, uh, maybe while we're while we're uh, reiterating the, the the podcast times and all that, then uh, if you have any questions, please post them <laughs> in live chat. Thank you.
0: Yeah, we'll be in the chat as well with you guys and girls answering the questions. Not uh, me.
1: I'm off yeah. celebrating Thanksgiving.
0: Th- that's true. That's why we're pre-recording this show. That's, so I hope you have a good
1: Thanksgiving. Thank you. I'm getting drank like to it, but um, yeah. I do want some turkey. And also, I just want to give we- a
0: shout out to Epics as well for joining us on last week's show. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I actually listened to the show on the way over here whilst I was travelling, the audio version. And yeah, it was great to uh, to have him on the show and sort of listen to the show the, without the f- me being there. It was kind of weird in a way. The, the
2: but- funny thing was that a lot of people in the chat were like confused, like yeah. they were like, "What what happened to Mike? Like what yeah. what is he yeah. what has he been doing the past week? You know, yeah,
0: yeah. what's happened to him?" Yeah, Epic is a super cool guy. I really appreciate yes. him coming yes, yes. Uh, And he's, he's very, very
2: knowledgeable, especially in the virtual reality field. Yeah. Not only in the virtual reality field, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, super knowledgeable
1: guy in general, for sure. And the, and um, the weirdest part of it all, Mike, I was going to say, is he happens to be living in a place that my wife and I are considering moving to, like the the yeah. same exact town. It's oh, so wow. weird. <laughs> it's so weird. That's And, a this, and then you, you can do this. You can do this in <laughs> the podcast <live. laughs> real life. have a real-life VR buddy, which I've wanted for so long now. Exactly, exactly.
0: So let me just uh, give you uh, the reminder then. So it's a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live and join us in the chat at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. And you can also check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. And then you can listen to it on your commute or when you're traveling to another country to to visit your VR buddy and have some fun that way.
2: So that uh, all, that's all. That's all lies because it's not seven seven PM in Europe. It's freaking one one AM and six minutes.
0: <laughs> one, it is one AM here in Europe, which is crazy time for us. But I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed this one. Uh, please let us know in the comments if you did. We'd love to know and leave us a rating on iTunes because that will really help us out as well. Yep. And uh, hope you have it all have an awesome week in the metaverse. And until next week, we'll see you then. So bye bye for now. Bye bye.
2: Enjoy Black Friday. Ciao ciao.
0: Bye.